right now, but gives you maximum flexibility to either, you know, flip that piece in the offseason or to be able to have that piece leave you and give you cap room. Because when was the last time the Warriors had a quote unquote max slot open in the play right. in, in the offseason? Kevin Durant. <laughs> right. So now there, there just might not be a player available. Uh that has happened to the Knicks over and over and over and over again. I believe that you're viewed much higher than the Knicks have ever been viewed over the last 20 years as a playoff destination. I would want to be open as Paul George. We don't know what's going to happen there. We don't know what's going to happen with Kawhi. We don't know what's going to happen with Pascal Siakam. There are a lot of guys out there, and there's different degrees of difference maker that we're talking about. Um, there are a lot of guys out there. Hey, what happens with Milwaukee and Dame? Well, like, let's say Dame and Giannis don't work out. Could Giannis be on the move? Could Embiid be on the move? Yeah. I would want to have the most optimal flexibility heading into next offseason. And so if that requires me moving Andrew Wiggins to get something back for now or keeping CP3 for now so that I have that flexibility moving forward, all I want to be is a desirable location with optionality heading into the offseason. That doesn't concede this year. I still think you can try to get into the playoffs and then, hey, once you get in the playoffs, it's a roll of the dice. But I would do whatever I need to do to give myself op optionality heading into this offseason. Yeah, I'm with you. That that's that's not bad. And getting under, I also I don't getting I, under the tax age yes. as well because you because you, you're not going to want to pay the tax. Well, it's not just that you yeah. lose the ability to yep. couple the first round draft yep. picks needed to that's get right. one of these big whales. Yep. So yep. Uh, sorry that I didn't add that in there. Uh, and I could we could explain the the tax bracket in just a second. I have it on my timeline. It's my pinned tweet. Because I feel like we're going to be referencing this tax apron and tax bracket <laughs> over the next month or two or three uh, for a long, long time here. By the way, the Bears just fired offense coordinator Luke Getze and other members of the offensive staff. So they are gone from Chicago. Don't know what that means for Ibrafus. I don't know what that means for Justin Fields. But just to update everybody on the NFL, the Bears just fired offensive coordinator Luke Getze. Luke Getze, who was the offensive coordinator for the Bears. Huh, it is what it is. You know, I, I look at where the Warriors are at right now, and I don't think this year can be a lost year. Um, mm. Even if, let's say, they, they make a trade that doesn't necessarily make them better for right now, I still want to develop Kaminga. I still want to, you know, see where Clay Thompson's at. I Whoa. still want to see where Draymond Green's at because I want to know if those guys are going to be a part of next year's, you know, run for a championship. Where's we'll Pajemski at? We'll where? find out in three weeks whether or not Kaminga's on his roster. That's, he may be traded. Wiggins may be traded. You entirely might may, be correct. Maybe. Maybe Moody's traded. Maybe Looney. Maybe he's on the way out. Looney. Everything's on the table. Everything is on the table. Let's take some calls. Yeah, here. yeah. Let's hear from the Chris audience. Chris Livermore. Chris Livermore. What's hey, happening? Chris? You're on the roast. What's going on, fellas? How are you? Happy hump Good. day. Yep. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Hey, Shasky. I, I, I feel you on the uh, the positivity. We definitely need it right now. Uh, I, I agree with your, uh, how you want to end the season and whatnot. Uh, I kind of want to just take us back to not too long ago, 11-30-23, where we celebrated Clay, Dre, and Steph Day. And I kind of want to just end the season on a note that, you know, makes us as Warrior fans proud of that day mm. and uh, gives us a reason to believe that we can have a statue out front of Chase of those three players. Because right now, everybody's talking trade, 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 you know, all these trades, but I'd like to see a statue of those three outside the arena someday. Well, so that 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 still may happen. Doesn't mean you can't be open to trading anybody. You know, Clay Thompson would be very intriguing because he's coming off an expiring he has an expiring contract and he's shooting the ball very, very well over the last five I guess four weeks of the season. But what do you do? Because they're gonna get 
not going to get statues. They're going to get their jerseys retired and all that stuff. Now, I'm, Steph Curry definitely deserves a statue. We'll see about the other two, but I, I think they'll all get I think they, some love. Yeah. I they think all they're going to get some get love. That's going to happen. That doesn't mean... What do you do with the roster right now? Because Draymond Green spoke yesterday. You know, Steve Kerr spoke yesterday about Draymond Green. I think everything's on the table. So is that success? Moving off the big three. Mm -hmm. Breaking up the big three. Is it moving off of Kaminga? Is it starting Kaminga? Giving him 35 minutes a game? Is he a player you could build around? I have no idea. I don't think... We've seen enough from Kaminga, Moody, Pajewski, or TJD to say, hey, definitively, we could build around these guys. We can do that. I, I don't know. But in terms of positivity, it is what it is. Like, you want positive? You want positives? I I mean, I'll win give some you games. Positives. Win some games. No, but I'll give That's you some positive, small positives. You know, because, you know, a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, we were, I, I know we're trying to be now positive, and they're under 500. All right? This is a team that has championship aspirations. You have an owner who has championship aspirations. You think he cares about being positive right now? You think he? No. He, he is ticked off right now being under 500. I agree with that, but wallowing in the misery isn't trying to find solutions. And so I'm trying to find a solution well, to get out of this predicaments that they're well, in. Well, you can find solutions and still be miserable. That's true. You know, you can find solutions and still, damn, this makes me miserable. Well, Some that, of the solutions do make me bad. <laughs> well, I would, I would look at it this way, where, like... You know, Chris Paul, it feels like either he's off the team via trade or you're going to be able to flip that deal if he opts in in the offseason. It feels like you can, right? Mm -hmm. And so to me, that's an asset. How big of an asset? I don't know. But that's an asset. I, I don't know about Wiggins right now. I don't know if teams are seeing him as an anchor or an asset. I, I really don't know. But I know this. They're paying him a lot of money, and it's prohibiting them from playing a younger player at the similar position. And I feel like right now that energy that he is absorbing feels like there's a little cloud over it, um, fair or not. And so I think moving him for the sake of moving him is a start. And hopefully when you move that guy, one of two things happens. You get something back that can help you, or you can get something back that gives you flexibility heading into this offseason. Well, just freeing up the money because I'm looking at, you know, Andrew Wiggins and his player option at the end of the deal. Huh. <laughs> Does Scottie Pippen have a statue in Chicago? Somebody just asked seven oh seven. That's a great question. I don't think so, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know Chicago well enough. Scottie Pippen does have a statue. Dude. Maybe we need to. Well, but that's this. on also the Chicago, yeah, Chicago Bulls and how Bulls. they determine. Yeah, you know, that, giving out statues like Orlando Cepeda. Orlando Cepeda has a statue, and you know, right. I think he was with the Giants seven years. Right. You know, and he was a great Giant, but you know, his best years were with another team. They have a statue of him. Uh, they unveiled it in 2011. Okay, gotcha. So there you go. That was a good question. I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I don't know. I, I would have been like, that's wrong to not have a statue of Scottie Pippen. That was, that's ruthless. Let's go to AT in Seattle. AT, what's happening? You're on the road. Hey. Hey, I just wanted to say that I remember back when during the KD days, they'd have just us. That was their motto. I feel like that's what they got to get back to. I haven't seen this team leak so much. I haven't seen this team be on the press so much because the internal turmoil and success for me is get for them getting back to just us and knowing how to gracefully transition to the next era. If you can't do that like Pop did it, if you can't do that like the Celtics have done it to a contender, even though I don't rate them, you got to make that transition. And I feel like to make that transition, you have to block out the noise and get back to being just us. Well, 
they've always had a lot of media around them since they started winning championships. You know, you ever go to media day during the Kevin Durant years or even after the first championship game and there's nothing but cameras and lighting and it's filling up the gym. And they've been the talk of the NBA for damn near a decade. They've been the lead story. They've had national TV games galore. Probably the most national television games in the last decade, the Golden State Warriors. So they have been in that spotlight for many, many years. But now the spotlight is different. The spotlight is different because of what's happened inside this locker room. And really, it started last year in training camp. I, I keep going back to that because Shasky, immediate day last season, right before they went to Japan, the vibes were immaculate. So many people were so excited about the Warriors. Jordan Poole's in a great mood. Wiggins, they're all chirping. They're all talking. I mean, it was a great time. It was, and I was thinking to myself, are they really going to go back-to-back? Man, you got the young guys now they're on board. They're entering their second year. They're going to be a lot better. You get James Wiseman back. And from that day in the training camp, it just hasn't been the same. It really hasn't. And I don't know if you can get it back. Like, Draymond Green is at the center of this. The reason why we're talking about this stuff is because we haven't seen Draymond Green for half the season. And we don't know what this roster... We don't know what this roster is. Mm. It hasn't been maximized because one of your lead cogs has been out for more than half the year due to what he called antics, and I agree with that. So is success moving off of Draymond Green? Can you keep Draymond Green around? Can they figure it out? And will players want to come due to Draymond Green? Like, that's a real thing, and I... I Look, what I heard from Draymond Green yesterday and what I heard from his podcast, and we could we could disagree on some of the things he said. I didn't think maybe, you know, 40 minutes yesterday is a little long, but he was sincere. He was sincere, and I give him that. And I do think he's taking a step in the right direction now. We still have to see the actions. We still have to see how it plays out on the floor when he does come back, and then we have to see what the rotations look like because we have no idea. We have no idea if Kaminga's going to start next to him. We have no idea if Draymond Green is going to be able to help Andrew Wiggins and Jonathan Kaminga because Draymond Green was here, and it wasn't helping Andrew Wiggins at all. Andrew Wiggins has just been lost all season long with or without Draymond Green. But will players, if you do move off some of these guys, Jasky, do they still look at this destination as desirable after what's happened with this organization over the last two years? Do they still look at the Warriors saying, you know what, I can go there and ring chase. I go there and play next to Steph and Dre and Clay. We don't even know if Clay's going to be here. You yeah. get what I'm saying? No, I do. Um, couldn't you have made the similar arguments about the Lakers the last couple of years? You can, but a lot of those guys are drafted, right? And so when they picked up D'Lo, they traded for D'Lo. He was nobody wanted D'Lo from Minnesota. They made it work. Yeah, you know, picking up Austin Reeves when they did, and then picking up some of the cheaper guys on the back end. I get it, but a lot of things happen via trade for them. I, no, no doubt. I, I just I look at it like as long as LeBron's there, I, I feel like you're a destination. As long as Steph Curry's here, you're a destination to a degree. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe people view this as a toxic situation. Maybe people are saying, yeah, but not that guy. Like, I don't know if you saw the Tyrese Maxey did a podcast and he was talking about Draymond Green screaming and yelling at him. Yeah. Um, even though he's not a big talker. You know, uh, are people saying, I, I'll go there, just not play with him. I don't know that. We don't know I don't that. know. We don't. I mean, I, I, forever I've heard about how Kyrie and, and Harden aren't the greatest to play with, and yet I see a lot of people lining up to play with them. And they think are it's going to be different. Are they? I mean... Harden's been traded. I know. A Harden's zillion been times. traded. It's not like they're but lining up to play f- with him. Well, it just he's been traded like to those destinations. 
And then by the end of his tenure, Philadelphia looked so much better without him. Now, the Clippers are playing some good basketball. I'm very impressed with yeah. the L.A. Clippers. But I don't know if people are lining up to play. Well, I don't know about lining up. All it takes is one, right? I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm too close to the situation and I'm being biased. But I feel like the Warriors have a really good track record. There are some things that every organization has that they wish that they could redo. But there are a lot of people that I think that can help them. And what's really stuck in my head over the last few years, because they've been so bloated with the top end contracts, rightfully when you win what they win and when you create legends. They have had very limited ways to be able to fill out the rest of the roster. You've lost the mid-level exception. You've lost, you know, different ways of adding outside of the minimum veteran right. salary. And so if you can get back to that and have other ways to be able to fill out that roster, to me, I think it does become a more desirable situation. Not just for the the top end, you know, prime guys, like a, you know, let's say Embiid or Paul right. George or whatever, but also some of those mid-level guys that you you just haven't been able to spend money with well that may be true but this culture has taken a hit undenied i i, I so, can't argue that and so when people look at this destination again nba players they're looking at the bay area and they're here i don't think the warriors have a problem with this you know the giants are making excuses about the city or whatnot the warriors don't have that problem the niners don't have that problem but i do i do wonder with the current situation there's questions about the head coach because next season, you we don't even know who the coach is going to be. Steve Kerr has just signed an extension. And the longer the slingers, we learned our lesson last year with Bob Myers. We don't know if Klay Thompson's going to be around. We don't know how players view Draymond Green and some of the things he's done on the court to other players. There's a long track record there. Steph's getting older. He's not 32 no more. Mm. He's not 31 no more. He's 35. And I still think he's playing at a high level. But he's going to be 36 next season. So reality. Father Time's undefeated. There's been a little slippage here. You just look at the last seven games for Stephen Curry. The last seven games for Stephen Curry has not been good. I'm going to cite these numbers here for you. And Stephen Curry over the last seven shots, he's shooting in the 30s. And so I think that's a byproduct of guys being in and out of the lineup. There's no doubt about that. But look, 22 points per game over the last seven. 37% from the floor. 31% from three. Is that just... You know, a little bit of a mini slump, or is that reality that Steph Curry does have a little slippage? Well, no, I think I think he, where he's at is he's at where LeBron was before they acquired Anthony Davis. You're still great, but you just can't do it all. You just can't at this age, and and you can't expect to age properly unless you have an in their prime star who you could take turns right. throughout a regular season and a postseason right. saying, your turn, my turn, right? At, at carrying the team for long he stretches. And Steve I, Kerr touched on that. I, I really believe that he is at the exact same point where LeBron was prior to Anthony Davis going to the Lakers. So here's what Steve Kerr said about it yesterday about Steph Curry's recent struggles. I think we've thrown a ton on his shoulders. Um, the burden that Steph Curry has on him for this franchise is unfair. The, um, the Draymond suspension. Draymond is uh, the vocal leader of the team, obviously, right? He and Steph have kind of been co-captaining the leadership uh, with our group for a decade. So without Draymond here, that adds a lot more to Steph's plate. We're trying to integrate you know, a lot of young players. Steph has a very unique style. It's the play after the play. 
that matters with Steph. And um, we've put him in some combinations where the play after the play isn't happening. And that's frustrating for him. Uh, he's not James Harden or Luca. He's not, we're not going to just run a high pick and roll and spread the floor and he's, you know, he's going to dribble 700 times. That's not his game. So he, he's, he has to thrive off the ball just as well as he does on the ball. And um, frankly, we, we've had some combinations out there that don't recognize that as well as as certain combinations so when you mix in that and and you know some of the other guys struggling whatever and and you know occasional turmoil that's a lot that's a lot and you know this guy has carried our torch for over a decade and everything we've built is really based on him and uh, so we're we're putting too much on his plate right now and i do agree with that there is a lot on this plate right now and he is a superstar and some people will say well this is what happens to superstars but you know what, man? He is pressing. He's going to see Herb Jones tonight, another long, mm. athletic defender. After seeing Scotty Barnes, who Scotty Barnes was putting on the show yesterday at Crypto.com Arena. And we got some sound from that where the Lakers <laughs> shot 23 free throws. What was it 23 free throws in the fourth quarter to the Raptors, too? Should have been more, probably. All right. That, that's, come on, man. Did- that, that's that's a bad product. That was, that was, that was. Then don't it's even get me started with the well, officiating. Yeah, yeah but well. so so I so with <laughs> Steph Curry doing all this, like how desirable is this situation right now with all these unknowns? There's a lot of unknowns, a lot of questions mm-hmm. with the Warriors right now. Now can they turn this around? I think they can. Maybe a trade flips that, but I don't know how desirable they're going to be in the off season because I don't know who's going to be here, and that's a real thing, Shasky. So I I don't know. They're not like. At one point, the Niners were very desired. Remember mm-hmm. the 90s? They mm-hmm. ran. Tell that. I watched the Reggie White 30 for 30. I didn't know the Niners ran on Reggie White. He was in their final three. And then once Steve Young got knocked out, how desirable were the 49ers after that? No, not at all. Look at the Giants right now. They seem to be desirable in 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2016. Yeah. How about now? Not, not, not so much. But I think if you go to like a, a, if you're reimagining the roster and you're just trying to be creative, if you start with Steph and then have an open mind on everything else, I still think you are somewhat desirable. They, they remind me of a sitcom that's kind of like getting stale and needs that new cast member new character to kind. Yes, you get what I'm going. Like yeah. remember when Growing Pains got oh, yeah. real stale, and then they added in Chrissy Seaver, mm-hmm. uh, who would eventually you know get in, and then they added Leonardo DiCaprio to kind of right. like spice things up. Like, that's what it feels like for me for the Warriors. They, Family they matters. To, what? I went to Stefan Urkel. Yes, exactly. Urkel, exactly. Had, what was the girl? Myra? Was it Myra? Yes. Instead of starting uh, dating Laura, they brought in Myra. Yeah, no, you had to and you had to shake it up a little now, bit. Now, those sitcoms all come to an end at some point, right? This is going to come to an end at some point. But for me, I would just, I would try to reimagine this team. Uh, and, and to me, flexibility is the most important. And you just say, hey, look, Steph, who do you want to play with? Who are you? How are you looking to age these final few yeah. years? Wow. Who are the guys that you would like? Circle those guys and do everything in your power to create a roster that can cultivate no, the I, best out you. of the final few years. I'm with it. I'm with it. And if that that may be the direction they go in, but you look at some of the free agents here, it's going to be hard to get them. I, it's going to be very, very hard. No Just doubt. looking at the top ten list right now: Clay Thompson, Demar Derozan, Nico Claxton. Uh, Nick Claxton, excuse me, Tyrese Maxey. See, Tyrese Maxey, can we stop on him uh, for I a second? I love Tyrese Maxey. I love him. The fact that he, and I believe they'll be able to match the offer because yeah. of the bird rights thing. And they will. But, I mean, he's the kind of player, defensively, who can also set up for others. I would love to get him, but that feels far-fetched. I also think, you know, I've been on this Kobe White hype, and we've seen, we're have seen we going to see him Friday in Chicago. 
Kobe White had like 27, 8, and 5 the other day. But he's only making $12 million over the next two years. $12 million each. I would like that. Yeah, but I don't think the Bulls will trade a contract. Yeah, like that. as, that as is a very team friendly yeah. contract, and he's only 23 years old. So, uh, you know, I'm looking, because he's second in the league when it comes to blowing by guys. And what happens when you 